What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? This is Elder Tenshi. Welcome to another episode of On the Brain. Now, tonight we are going to be doing some reviews from the good old DC catalog. We got Harley Quinn Season 2 and Doom Patrol from... Well, I was gonna I was gonna call it DC Universe's Harley Quinn and Doom Patrol, but now it's gonna now it's more like formally Harley Quinn's uh, Harley Quinn and Doom Patrol from DC Universe. And tonight we got my sister once again, Kyo. How's it going? Hey, what's up? It's been a long, long day. Been a long day, yeah, yeah. She, yeah, she was coming from work right before, right before the recording, and uh, then I had a meeting, and we had to postpone it. But y'all ain't, y'all ain't here for that. You want to know what we, what we thought about these, uh, the second season for these two shows, basically the flagship shows of the DC Universe platform, um, which is pretty much gonna be non-existent soon, or I don't even know what the heck they plan on doing with it. Um, because recently it was announced that um, every DC original show, DC Universe original show, was going to migrate over to HBO Max. So <clears throat> I wonder what the heck they're going to do with the, with this particular platform. You know, maybe they'll turn it into um, a kids thing to rival Disney Plus or something. They. They, that's what they were trying. I, I think with the, you know, with the, with streamers being the way it is, with the streaming wars being the way it is, I think that they just wanted to have a, a platform for their stuff. But I think the, I think the issue is, and they were the first ones to integrate both uh, comics and, um, and uh, their, their, their shows, you know. But I think the problem was it was too niche, you know. Because it was them, it was them specifically. Disney has years of family stuff to fall back on, you know. They so. also own a lot more networks. Yeah, exactly. While while DC is owned by other networks, and they're right now they're doing a like they're from what I understand they're doing a purge, you know. So, but hey, you can still watch the stuff. We're gonna be we're gonna be getting more of the you know more of this great content. Just on HBO Max, which already has a boatload of other content. But you know what? What that that's what that's either here nor there. Which which show would you like to talk about first, my sister? Um, let's start with Harley Quinn because I feel like I will forget about the events of that one a lot faster than Doom Patrol because I finished it first. Ah, okay, all right. So yeah, so second season second season ended um but but. At 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 this at this point, second this second season ended about going on going on about two months ago. Basically, the flagship show of um of DC Universe, and this was the second season. Now, what amazed me and everyone except for our homeboy Nabjita is the fact that second season came out only months from the first season ending. So, and you know what? I no longer make excuses for Legend of Korra. DC has shown me that it is possible to make a coherent season that quickly. Yeah, and that and that like that's the thing. You could tell that the people behind this were really enjoying what they were doing. You could tell they actually put some thought into it, and they weren't just panicked like Legend of Korra. Legend of Korra was written panically. Well, DC, we, there's like we have we know what we want to accomplish. Let's go write it. Yeah. But 
unlike unlike um, Harley Quinn, uh, Legend of Korra, the biggest the biggest drawback with Legend of Korra and what and what made it you know weaker Awful. than then it, I'd say I'd say weaker than than Avatar. Besides, you're you know, being too nice. They don't deserve it. Well, they were being they were being nice, and some of them. I said you're they, being too nice. <laughs> well, here, well here, well here's the thing. When you're when you're constantly under threat of cancellation, not knowing if you're gonna if you're gonna come back, then you're then you're gonna treat everything like it's an ending. And I think that was their I think that was their issue. That and Nickelodeon not knowing what to do with this with that particular action cartoon you know all excuses made on their behalf you don't owe them anything don't make excuses for them i'm not trying to make i'm not trying to make excuses i'm trying to think logically because on because honestly action cartoons on tv don't they they don't have the same they don't have the same longevity and spark that they used to you know so that's why they're mostly on that's why they're mostly on streaming platforms but Cable is going the way of the dinosaurs, so it could have worked. It could work better, maybe, if Legend of Korra was on a streaming service to begin with, much like Harley Quinn, you know. Except Harley Quinn's a lot more adult. Harley <laughs> so, Quinn is specifically for adults. Yeah, so exactly, you know, that's that's. I think the only person who would let a little kid watch this show is me. I, I do. Think, I think it would. Yeah, it would be you and probably like you know parents our age who like you know who like this stuff they're like okay just don't repeat what you hear you know what i mean but but how did you all right so what did you so what did you think of this of this second season going in we got we got harley uh finally did it she took over she took over gotham but she feels like she like you get you you got one you got one side saying okay so what are we, so what are we gonna do next you got the other villains taking over saying that Harley Quinn's got too much power so they're trying to divide it while she's just like I just wanted Gotham to be in chaos what did you what did what did you what did you think of that honestly I think the first couple of episodes were the weakest mm-hmm. in the series because mm-hmm. I don't remember them all that well I remember like maybe the last couple of episodes being so much better. Mm-hmm. than the first half of it. So, I can't remember. I think, you know, like, sophomore, like, the, the sophomore season, especially with the first season being as good as it is, you know what I mean? I, I think that you're always risking uh, going, you know, going into the second season, you know, without, you know, without the same push as the, as the first, you know what I'm saying? It's not, it's not as good. But well, I wasn't yeah. saying that is not as good. I'm saying the first couple episodes first of season two weren't as good as the last episodes of season two. Right, right. Like so, the the finale was pretty was pretty dope. Mm-hmm. But as far as the as far as the story they were they were telling with 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 this one, do you could you could you follow it easily? Did you th- did you think it had a you know had a coherent story? Was was going on there? Oh yeah, they were definitely con- picking up from season one. And the whole thing with Dr. Cycle really surprised me. I didn't see it coming. You know, given the fact that this guy really, like, his, his name is Dr. Psycho. <laughs> his, his, name, his name is Dr. Psycho, and he clearly has a complex. What I thought was a little um, strange was how he... Was, basically mad because he never grew 
Like, was it, that it? I thought he was just tired of Harley Quinn fucking up all their work. Well, I'm talking about like when what made him evil in the first place. Oh. In the middle of the in the middle of the in the middle of the season, we we get a backstory for him, and it's basically about his his height. You know what I mean? His mom told him, oh, you'll grow. You know, he tried growth hormones. He tried everything. He tried exercise. It didn't work. You know, it didn't work. Next thing you know, he witnessed a a horrible accident at a carnival and he just loved it and just wanted to, you know, just wanted to cause chaos from there from that point on. But but him pulling the pulling the stunt he pulled, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. I'd be more surprised if it was someone like, say, King Shark or. uh or um clayface i'd be more surprised if it was if it was one of them dr psycho didn't surprise me at all you know <laughs> you know what? i thought he would just like quit and wouldn't come back but him right. and riddler being partners and kind of joining forces that was weird but it was a pleasant surprise yeah that right there so was what... the whole thing with king shark getting married that right there was well if you go back to see if if you go back to I think it was season season one or or sometime early in season two he did mention that he was engaged, uh and it was very it was very subtle I didn't think they were actually gonna go back to it, um and it's it's uh and uh, it, obviously if you don't if you don't know anybody listening to this there are heavy spoilers here this show has been you know the show has been done for. A while we mostly do spoiler reviews, so just letting you know. Um, but yeah, that whole thing with that whole thing with King Shark, they subtly talked about, you know, talked about it. Then you see, uh, you know, you see who his his fiance is, and knowing that he does not want to get married, but they settled on an agreement anyway. And I'm like, okay, all right. That that was um you know I I I you know I get it and King Shark King Shark is not he's done some bad things he's known he's done some bad things and he doesn't mind getting his hands dirty but he is really not that bad of a guy he's not he's the nicest one next to Clayface but Clayface is kind of he has illusions of grandeur yeah he's not very well connected to reality at all well he's always but he's always on stage. That's why the 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 brother is always on stage. He's a he's a uh, um, a thespian who will never who never breaks who never really breaks character, you know. Uh, and um, and King Shark, while he just d- don't don't say certain words around him and don't have blood, don't let him smell blood, otherwise he might kill someone in his family. You and know that makes sense because he's a shark though. Because he's a shark. But we didn't. But while it does make while it does make sense, it does make me feel bad because he killed he killed his brother, you know. Yeah, but that's what sharks do. Sharks will eat each other like in the womb, so only mm. one or two are born. Mm. You know, what? I learned that watching Naruto because Kisame is a shark and he mentions it to Itachi. He was like, sense. "I know what it's like to kill your family. I killed my siblings before I was born." Makes sense. I was like, I was like, that's a creepy com- first conversation to have with someone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what about, okay, so what about, um? okay, Poison Poison Ivy's getting ready to get married, right? Yep. And they're- And like mo- their version of the Cheesecake Factory? <laughs> <laughs> is the old abandoned corn factory. I wonder, 
Why that place? There. <laughs> like, right? why, why, why that? Why that place specifically? As and rich as Poison Ivy can be with all the money she's stolen, really there? Yeah, there? but it wasn't. But remember, it wasn't her planning this. It was it mainly was, Kite Man. Cause it he's was been Kite dreaming. Man. It was Charlie Brown. Exactly. Char- That's uh-huh. his name. Charlie yeah. Brown. Charlie Brown, who has parents that don't respect him at all, just because he doesn't have powers. That's some that 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 is crazy. That is is is. And you is, see, he's not whining about not being a superhero, Deku. Yeah, it's uh, you know, but you know, that it's not you know, he he didn't have <laughs> yeah, but Deku Deku's problem was idol worship. That was that was his problem. Kite it Kite was, Man Kite Man hasn't he just has a bit of an ego. <laughs> well, this version of him does anyway. Yeah, and, and like all of this is played up for laughs, but you do kind of you do kind of feel for him because I do at the end when he realizes he's like, I love you, but you don't want the same things I want in the end. Exactly. Yeah. I felt bad for him. Yeah. Like, oh, I did too. And guy. you know, but that was but that was character development right there, and it that was made... the moment he needed because Mary honestly marrying Poison Ivy would be a mistake. Yeah, because she would not she would not be into it. Like, yeah, she does care for him, but and their relationship was real. But getting but getting married would not have you know would not have been a great you know would not have been a good thing for either one of them. You know. Which but, strangely enough, Poison Ivy has had um children before. She mm-hmm. made little plant babies in the animated series. Yeah. And but, when they died, she was heartbroken. Of course, she was actually those upset her- about it. Because those were her babies. She gets upset over she gets upset over plants dying. I mean, it may, you know it makes sense. You oh know? yeah, I want to ask a question. Yeah. Of all the versions of Poison Ivy, which one is your favorite? Because there are different versions of her. Oh yeah, I'm aware. Um, honestly, I gotta go with I have I, you know I have to go with um the 1992 animated version of like I like I love this version. I really do. Um, but favorite, I gotta, I gotta go with the ninety, with it, uh, with the nineteen ninety two, uh, version, cause she was just, you know, she was just a great, she was just a great villain. This Poison Ivy, while being a great villain, is also somebody that, I don't know, because everything here was played up for comedy, it feels different. But um, I'd have to, I'd have to say like they're, they're both on my top list, but I'd have to go, I'd have to go with nineteen ninety two Poison Ivy, who, who's um. Uh, who's yours? Which one is yours? The animated series. Animated series, same. Yeah, yeah, because in that version, she was a vixen. She was someone you should be cautious and afraid of. Right. In this version, she's terror. Like her powers, when you really think about it and fight it and fight against her, she's terrifying. But other yeah. than that, she's someone I would actually be friends with. That's the because you know, she like hates the... people as much as I do, and we both like nature. I don't like it to the extent that she does, yeah, but she does. Yeah, I, I mean, I'd be an echo terrorist. I'd, yeah. I'd save the Amazon with her and Ra's al Ghul. Right. <laughs> but, but the animated the animated series made her a villain, but she was still the same person. She still yeah. liked and had the same things. She was still a feminist because yeah. that episode with Harley Quinn when they lived together in the toxic waste dump. Yeah. And she was like, "Don't go back to Joker. What the fuck are you doing? It's the same here, except now she can curse." Yeah. It's 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 fun it's funny because um it's it's funny because in the 
1992 series, that was a noir. You know what I mean? So, of course, you're going to have... It is, but is it really... Uh, based on the, based on the, uh, number one setting, number, number two, the way that the lines were delivered, number three, the way the characters acted, yeah. Oh, and the music? Yeah. It has those things, but it's missing the more important elements of noir. Which is? Noir is someone who is unrelated to a crime investigating it and becoming increasingly paranoid. To think that the world is out to get them because they know secrets that, in truth, aren't really there. Batman's investigating a crime, and he's paranoid by himself, but it's not investigating the pro- the crimes don't make him that much paranoid. He was already paranoid. Exactly. Mm-hmm. To begin with. Yeah. But he, it's not like he stumbled upon it. If you, I don't... If you don't get what I'm saying, then there's several movies you can watch and then compare it to Batman, and you'll be like, They're mi- Batman misses that key element that these movies have. So to me, it's based on noir, but it's not true noir. It's more mm-hmm. hard-boiled. Okay. Okay, that's fair. But uh, as far as you know, as far as as this being a mo- being a modern day being a modern day comedy, I do however feel for the you know for these characters and their you know and their relationships especially um well jim gordon with him with himself because he's yeah. you know because he's da- he's been down on his luck since the beginning of the show and we finally get to meet Bar- and we finally get to meet barbara i could have gone without her but okay i honestly um i'm not surprised that we got to meet her I'm surprised we got to meet her in that way because it seemed like she transitioned from being Barbara to Batgirl kind of quickly. Um, and while that, you know, and while that's, you know, while that's fine, and she did have some good, you know, some good uh, heart, parts to it, I was, you know, I was just a little taken aback by how how quick she, you know, how quick she went from being from being just a fan to, you know, to Batgirl, you know. But I'm glad they didn't they didn't just just focus on that. Just like they didn't focus on anybody else in the Bat family. Like we saw Damien in this once. <laughs> once. And Alfred once. Once. Well, a few times. Well, no, 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 no. He he had like Alfred was in here a few times. I he was in here a there. few times. And he had a and he had a big part. And the in him being the uh him basically being the you know second savior of Gotham after you know Bruce was banged up and had to stay in I'm like okay that wig okay that wig you're wearing you can see that coming a mile away the reason why Bruce wears dark dark clothes is so people can't see him coming you're sticking out like a sore thumb but still getting the job done so bravo <laughs> you know um but of course, can't have this review without talking about the star character, uh, Harley Quinn, who, who you know is just who has just gotten crazier since controlling Gotham, and and since taking over Gotham to the point where where they they basically take Gotham out of the U out of the U.S. It's like. Uh yeah, you're no longer part of the United States. I didn't know you could do that. I, I was like, did you just force them to secede? Is that is 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 well, that? 
Bane did that in the comics recently when he took over Gotham. The mm. U.S. government completely forsaken it and said, it's not on our soil. It's not our problem. Uh, so, so you can just do that. I didn't that that um, that's a, that right there surprised me. But it's like it's like those stories where the villain gets what they want. But after they get what they want, they get bored because they have no idea what to do. That's the Emperor Doom comic. <laughs> That when he took over the world, he became so bored that he gave it back to the Avengers because he wanted to fight them again. You, you see, that's that. That's uh, the plot of of um, of um, the DreamWorks picture Megamind. And and, Har- and Harley, while dealing with num- number number one, basically being finally being free of the Joker and, fi- and well, what do we think of the Joker's new relationship with his Spanish girlfriend? Being a normal guy, being Jack. Okay. First off, uh, Jack be, basically being a re- a a, uh, a, a regular guy. <laughs> that was. Um, I think that's that was, my favorite joke in the whole series. Is what? Lots of dads are serial killers. That was you no, know, but that was. But the fact that he 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 actually hooked up with somebody that he loved and if she needed to she could you know she could cause damage she could cause damage too now that relationship had had, you know that that relationship seemed very uh domestic and the probably the most stable one the joker's ever been in that's the thing yeah like unless we're counting you know his first wife and unborn child as being canon and yeah like not sure it is because the Joker's not sure it is. He, like the, that's probably a lie he tells people. The Joker being a a dad in the suburbs. Yeah. <laughs> is a bit like I, I have we ever seen that concept before? You read more of the comics than I do, so has that ever? Um, except for the Killing Joke where he was married and his wife was having a baby. No. And yeah, they lived but, in a you know a very ghetto apartment in a very ghetto neighborhood, which is why he was trying to make it as a comedian to make money so they can move and live somewhere better. So he was trying to be the suburban dad. I mean that was before he became the that was before he became the Joker though. But this, after that, no. Yeah, <laughs> I, 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 we've I, never seen it. Like there there is so many that like we don't really see we don't really see joker until the middle of the show like the show is only a few yeah. episodes from being over at this point and that's when we see uh the joker as jack jack the you know the bar the bartender who we met earlier but and and then when then when he finally does that you know that that laugh i thought he was just going to turn back into joker right then and there i didn't think they were going to have to do the 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 chemical bath uh, that's just the way he laughs, I guess. I mean, that's just natural. Like he didn't even he didn't even see he didn't even see it coming. Like he's having yeah. he's having dreams of Harley Quinn. He's having dreams of you know all the stuff that they went through together. But in his warped like, mind, he remembers where the book is, the magical right. book that has the Justice League. <laughs> right. It's 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 a uh, that that was that was wild. That was wild. But that was also Harley trying to just bury her you know just bury her her, her feelings about everything because that was even before the the kiss so it it really um it really just you know just showed that harley was still obviously still trying to find herself 
And in the in in the chaos, she's like, "What am you know? What am I gonna do? Oh, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna do whatever the heck I want. I'm gonna hook up with random dudes." And then she happens to find, find her, Jack again. Find her ex, yeah. And then uh, as a different as a different person, but then she basically vents to him, you know, reluctantly. But she but she because he invites it. Like he's like, "Come on, tell me tell me how you feel." Exactly. He was just being sincere. He was just being sincere. Joker wouldn't have let her vent like that you know, you know here's I mean? the thing if you want to compare it to the comics when he's himself which jack napier is his actual name i found out recently like they gave him that name back in the 60s jack mm-hmm. napier mm-hmm. when he's himself as jack he's not that bad of a guy but when he's joker he's absolutely insane of course it's like dr jekyll mr hyde you know yeah and he only has normal relationships as jack because in um the white knight yeah. The Joker starts taking this medication to make him normal again. Mm-hmm. And he's highly intelligent. We all know that he's his insanity and comes from somewhere. Right. And he's nicer to Harley Quinn. He asks her to marry him because he's like, I've treated you wrong. He's like, I'm very sorry. He's like, I'm not going to do it again. I'm like, oh, as as a normal person, Jack isn't bad. As the Joker, you don't want to see him because you're probably going to get shot in the face. Of course. But... Or beat with a crowbar. <laughs> But in this but in this version, not only did we see Jack and he had a, and he apparently had a normal relationship and basically became a stepdad, uh, Joker is willing to do the same thing. Like, but he's still the Joker. Yeah. Like, so it's kind of twisted, but you know what? Kind of sweet all at the same time. You know, it's uh, that. But I, 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 re- I realized something. There wasn't a lot of interactions with with other people with other people they just had the court like we barely even saw we didn't even see the justice league until the the book wasn't even mentioned until almost the end of the show so that's one of those things where we're supposed to believe that the main characters forgot about it mm -hmm. and they only remembered at that certain time Mm -hmm. and here's my thing is if i don't forget about it then i can't believe the main characters forgot about it make me forget about it first and then i'll believe that the characters forgot about it well, I think because they were, you know, because they were stuck. Like it, 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 they only needed the book out of necessity because of what happened with, with, you know, with Dark Side and the Parademons and everything. <laughs> if uh, Dark Side, uh, he doesn't have a clue how Earth works, does he? <laughs> no, not a clue. Not a clue. You he think does, he would know after all this time of trying to rape Superman? He knows how to, you know, he knows how to read people. He he knows how to he knows how to read people, sure. But if it wasn't for if it wasn't for Doctor Psycho trying to convince Harley to get an army to take over you know to take over Gotham, then the Justice League would have still been trapped in that book because they wouldn't have need them they wouldn't have needed them to combat anything. You know, I'm what surprised mean? Batman's first thing wasn't I have to rescue the Justice League. Like even he forgot, and he was like, "Fuck, I was trying to do this without them." Oh god damn it! You're right. I need the Justice League. Like he's a buddies. I'm so sorry. I left you trapped in this book for like um months. But to be fair, I was pretty fucked up. He yeah he was, and he's he a was. you know and and remember yeah he's a he's a Justice League member, but he works for the most part just just him. And a member of the, you know, a member of the member of the family. You know what I'm saying? It's not like he's it's not like he's 1960s Adam West Batman who loves everybody, you know? (laughs) So um, but it's it was, um, you know, it was it was funny because 
when the Justice League came out of the book, and I know we're going, you know, we're going everywhere, but this is how these things, you know, what, you know, how these things happen. Um, it, it, when the Justice League got out of the, and got out of the book, we saw Zatanna for the first time, and she just had a small role. Get them out of the book. That's it. Just, just get them out of the book. You, we, we, we've seen you, but she had no dialogue. I was like, wait a minute, not even a backward spell, nothing. She just waves the wand. That's it. While, um, while super, while Superman's over here flirting with, with, with Wonder Woman. I'm like, okay, you taking a page out of the New 52 for that one or what? Uh, it was funny. It was funny. I just wasn't, I just wasn't expecting it. You know they fucked once or twice. Or well, in the, in the new 52, we know for sure they did. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, hey, when they first were, when they first, um, you know, shipped the, uh, shipped the two of them, I was actually kind of happy. I wanted to see how that dynamic would, you know, would be. And then, you know, well, it didn't. Well, like- Injustice, Ares told Wonder Woman, he's like, if you have a kid by Superman, I'm killing you, Superman, and that kid, but that kid first. Yeah, but that's injustice. That's a whole, that's a whole another universe. Yeah, but, but uh, I'm pretty sure he'd do it in any universe. Yeah, he would. Yeah, he would. While Clark, um, I, I will, I will say, I will say one thing. Batman, Batman, and Clark have a, you know, have similar tastes when it comes to women, right? But but uh Lois Lane has never hit Clark. He has she has never she has never tried to kill him. No. She's never hit him. So she's never she's never hit him like yeah, she can, you know, she can be, you know, you know how many times Catwoman has put like her 9-inch heels in Batman's face. I'm like, how is his nose not broken by now? Lois has never done anything like that to Clark. <laughs> nah, but yeah, but uh, but Bruce, Bruce likes the challenge. I think he just likes the challenge. I think that's he all- likes to be hit. He he likes to he likes to be hit. He if if let, let's put it this way, if he was just a regular average, you know, rich, you know, rich guy and no in like no like him not being Batman and say uh Selena was still a stripper, he'd be down at the club. He probably he 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 probably he probably won't. He'd buy the club. He'd buy the club that 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 she was working at. Say you ain't got to work here anymore. We're running this place together. That's what he would do. <laughs> and you know what? She'd probably say no because it's her. Right. Yeah. But uh. It's... And then she'll find another club to go work at, and then he'll go buy that one. Mm-hmm. To get her attention. Yeah. Yeah. What? What have? What have we done? What have we done? Yeah. Speaking yeah. of. The Catwoman. What did you think of the bachelor party? Like Harley tried so hard. I believe she wanted it to be good for. She oh, wanted yeah. to make she, amends for Ivy. Oh, she did, but she didn't want to. You know, they. You know, she wasn't ready to talk about what went down. You know what I mean? Or what kept going down during their bachelor party? Oh, what party. kept going down? Mm-hmm. Uh, he kept going down. Now, <laughs> now this version of Catwoman, however brief, I liked her. Even though, even even though this was a brief, I didn't think she was coming back. <laughs> I, I wasn't, you know, I wasn't expecting her to come back that soon. I was expecting, I was, I, I was expecting that one episode with her in it, and then yeah, that's so it. That see was her, it. Ne- you know, see her next season. But, but she came back pretty quickly. And the and the and the the bachelorette party 
The bachelorette party was hilarious. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Do you want to get drunk and trash the place? Let's get drunk and trash the place. Do you want to get drunk and trash the place? Uh, the invisible plane. The, the, inv- the invisible jet. Now, the poor pigeons. Just... <laughs> Poor pigeons just just smacking into the into the plane because they can't see it. Poor poor pigeon. So much blood, and then so much blood, and then you then we go to uh, to Themyscira, to Themyscira, and the it's already been taken over. And oh yeah, it was the return of Lex too. Right, it was the. Re- I'm glad we the- got to see Lex again. I hope Lex stays into this stays in the series. Yeah, like the brief, like the brief, uh, you know, like the the brief, the brief appearance of Lex Luthor in this episode. Um, it it and of course him trying to do a business deal to turn the to partner up and make the the the. the into a resort. Into a resort. I'm like, okay. That sounds like Lex. That does sound like something he would do. None none of this, even though this was a comedy, none of this seemed unbelievable. I could definitely see, I could definitely see this happening. As a you know, as a comic or story, you know, that you know, it's just just something that they would do because trying to mind control the Amazons, I have have they done that before? Not that I know of. Mm. Mostly when people go to Themyscira is just to kill the Amazons, and they kill a few, but ultimately they fail. Hmm. What did you think of? Well, I know we're I know we're gonna go we're gonna go back to the Harley Quinn, Poison Ivy, everything else. But what did you think of Mr. Freeze? You know what? Victor has always been one of my favorite villains because he's not really a villain. I mean, he's not doing this because he's evil or because he hates the world or hates people. He's doing it out of love. So he's always been like one of the more sympathetic villains. Right. And I I think Batman treats him like way too harshly more than half the time. He should just be like, okay, guy, you need like counseling that widows need or something. I'm gonna get you some of that, and we'll see if you're okay. And his wife is still, his wife is still encased in ice. I mean, like in, in, in like not encased in ice. In this case, she was encased in ice, but she's always encased in ice. But to see, well, sometimes she's in a tube. And oh yeah. You know, sometimes she's in a in a in a in a tube. Which sometimes she's encased in cryogenic in cryogenic. It's very ice. believable that Victor would sacrifice himself for Nora because she's his whole world. He yes. he would do it. Yes. That's not out of character for Victor. No, I, I don't I don't think so. The way he cares about her. Now he was a little dis you know, a little uh delusional though during the dinner scene when he freezes every, when he freezes yeah. everybody and you know and feeding her like a fish. I'm like, um well at least number one has to make sure because she's still alive, has to make sure she gets her nutrients while still encased in that in, in that ice. But, but I think he technically saved her by doing it, because remember the penguin just wanted her dead. Exactly. Now I do. Th- I, I think is this the first time we actually get to to see his wife outside yes. of? Th- 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 Other I, than his flashbacks of him remembering how he met Nora and their relationship and their marriage, yes, yeah. this is the first time she's been her own character ever. Because up until then she's just a body, you know, in in a tube. Right. I um and her being part of the bachelorette party. Okay. Like, we don't know you very well, but we needed. To, I need to invite we, people, and Ivy doesn't have that people. many friends. Exactly. Exactly. Ivy doesn't have that many friends. Really, the only two friends she has is her homegirl from kindergarten, uh, and Catwoman. So, 
it's so having uh Mrs. Freeze in there, I think it added something because we had never because we had never seen her before. I'd like to see her again, just just you know just you know just just briefly. What about when Harley and Ivy finally hooked up? To be honest, I didn't think it was going to happen this soon. I know it was something I complained about in season one. And I was like, but I wish they would have taken more time to build up to it rather than just two seasons, like maybe halfway through season three, if it gets to season three. Um, They haven't confirmed it 100% yet, but I got a feeling it. I got a feeling it is. There was an article going around saying that they were thinking about, you know, ideas for season three, not to mention that was a very well received you know, this show has been really well received, and uh, I, I think they'd be foolish not to at least give it a, you know, not to at least give it a season three. Even though I will say this, season two felt like a series ending. Uh, ending. It, it felt like it, it felt like a, a, it felt like a nice ending to the series. With um, Harley and Ivy being like a Thelma and Louise. Thelma and Louise, yeah. <laughs> I, I, you know, it really, it after everything that they went through. And then finally say, I love you as more than just, a, you know, as more than just a friend and them riding off while while cops and everyone is chasing them. them. Yeah. And and um, and which we call it. And I uh, thought it was really sweet that Harley tried saving her from Gordon's one competent plan at the yeah. end during her wedding. Yeah. I was like, nope. I'm like, Ivy doesn't want her to be there. She doesn't want to see her. But I was like, she's trying so hard. She's trying Good. so hard. Like, I don't people, think Harley has ever tried this hard before. Not even with the Joker. And she really tried with that fucker. Right. And even the, and like, and even if, even if she just thought of her as a sister, I'd still think that she would do this because she doesn't want, her and, and, and Ivy are so much alike. She doesn't want, she doesn't want to see anything bad happen, you know, happen to her. And that would have, you know, and that would have sent her over the edge. I mean, you know for you know that that's a true friend right there who will go who will go through that for you and then finally express to you how she you know how she feels and it 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 really just you know it was something that i know that they were going to do eventually and i you know in season one i was like okay they're going to build up to it but i wasn't really you know i wasn't really focusing on that because we had other character we had other characters to focus on as well this whole you know the whole story Joker the world. knows batman's identity if he can remember it which could right. be the plot of season three <laughs> right it's gonna be a you know it, it was a whole it was a whole it was a whole thing and it was really enjoyable now uh, there were a few things I think they could have done better at, like for like for example, um, we really didn't. Now there could have been stuff behind the scenes, I don't know, but I wanted to see I wanted to see more Frank. Oh yeah, he didn't have that big of a role this time. No, not this time, not this time around. No, he only had like. He did fuck the other flowers at the wedding though. Right. Yeah. That, <laughs> the, to me, that was just the just absolutely hilarious i'm like really right and um but we got we got a lot more of cyborgman and him pulling a deus ex machina but oh yeah <laughs> uh but uh, the the thing is and i think nabjita mentioned this to me he said um they will they will without shame pull a uh, pull a deus ex machina they did that the last time when he turned into a tra- to a transmorpher so 
Yeah, you know, but so. name like 20 things that doesn't do the deus ex machina. Well, it's just it's like... Hard, hard, it's hard to find someone who's not going to fall into that. Yeah, true, but this is the second time they've done it with the same character. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's same, it's same and character. How many times did Game of Thrones foreshadow and tell you what was happening rather than show you every um, season? You know that that's hey you got to blame that's the that's the that's the writers you know that's the writers thing I'm not saying it was a problem because we knew that Cyborgman had these you know abilities but I was like what can't he do he can't even walk. freaking he can't even freaking die besides walk he can't even freaking die because all you got to do is use 1980s technology to send his consciousness to another machine to a VCR. And yeah, and there you go. He made himself explode using the same oil that the Maccabees used for that for their menorah. I'm like, okay. For Hanukkah. That that is a for the first night. I'm like, um, um, okay. Probably probably herself is Jewish, so. Yeah, yeah, but that that speech wasn't said to her that speech was you know that speech was was said to uh you know to to, to to kite man and everything else so but when he made himself explode to get rid of the dome i'm like okay what else kind of because you can imagine i know this is fictional but you gotta imagine what kind of what 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 kind of strain those implants and everything else that made him the cyborg he is have on his body you know like bro you literally have a bomb in you. I'm like, what is this, Dragon Ball Z? Come on. The androids had bombs in them, too, and they got removed. This guy actually got to use his bomb, and he had the key to it. Like, that was a... That's the best thing about having a bomb inside of you. As long as you have the key, you're good. That was a... That, that was a... <laughs> That was a that was a crazy scene, and he did get to go to you know he did you know survive really survive but not survive till the end. Like we still saw him at the end of the at the end of the show. So I have no doubt that if and when season you know season three comes, uh, we'll we'll definitely we'll definitely see him. we'll definitely see him again. He's a staple of this show. Um, it's everyone needs that old cranky Jewish grandfather, I guess. Yeah, ba- yeah, basically, basically. But him and him and Harley Quinn, they love each other. They got each other's backs, even they though do. he did try to kill her before. You know. Was, I mean, who hasn't? Who hasn't tried to kill her? Um. Ivy, Catwoman. Her father. Uh. We said who haven't tried. Her mother. Her mother's never tried. Oh yeah. That that's uh that's I it. I just wanted you to. Grow up and marry a doctor. Mama, him a doctor, and look what happened. Yeah. Like, it'd be fun. Like, I know we only saw them in season one, but I gotta go back to her mom and her passive-aggressive attitude. Like, it's... <laughs> it just... This whole, this whole thing was, once again, about Harley... You know, about Har- about Harley being able to find herself and admitting... Her true fe- her true feelings to her best friend, you know, like she she thought all she wanted to do was just be, you know, just be the, the baddest villain. That's that's it. And yeah, like some, you know, some people are are sitting here and saying, and they and they 
kind of made it a point to bring that up. Like, oh, she used her Mary Sue powers. I'm like, okay, they know what they're doing. They're speaking. They're speaking comments. They're speaking the comment section. These are the these are the guys that have every sort of complaint. And then next thing you know, it's like, oh, you know what? We're going to make fun of ourselves before you do. When that episode when the best way to do it. Yeah, when they know, when they know what people are going to say based on based on their writing and based on the current climate, it's great because that gives you so much material. Like you have no power if I make fun of myself. You know? Like at the end of eight, like at the end of 8 Mile. Right? That they, they had no had no power, nothing because he knew exactly what he was going to say. So he just went to it. Self-deprecating humor. What are you going to do? <laughs> but so as but as far as as far as as season two, how do you think this measures up to season one? You know what? This is a bit slower than season one. I feel like season one was more fast paced mm. than this one. Mm. But it was just as good. Like, I enjoyed it just as much. Just as much? Yeah, I enjoyed it just as much. Awesome. And I know we're looking forward to season we're looking forward to a season three. Oh, what villain do you want to be introduced in season three? Um, who are we missing? You know what? It would be cool to see Scarecrow. Again? Like I'm He's like, dead. Like, yeah, but you know, it would be cool it would be cool to see No 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 no. You know what? No, scratch that. You know who we you know who we gotta see? Cause cool. cause Two Face Two Face got all the screen time in this one, right? So and I and I liked this version of like this really gangsta version of, you know, of Two-Face. And even when we had that flashback episode when he's a uh, uh, when he's just uh, Harvey Dent, the district attorney, they really upped the the uh, clownish uh, politician in him. You know what I mean? Like vote for, you know, vote for me, vote for me. But you know what? Um, a villain that I don't see a lot of and, you know, only recently rediscovered him because of the animated series, the ventriloquist, that ventriloquist and the, and the, and the dummy. <laughs> the ventriloquist. You know what? He's crazy enough to work in this world. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we, we got to see, we got to see Penguin. Two-Face got some good screen time. We finally got to see Mr. We finally got to see Mr. Freeze. Catwoman was cool. Um, it, it, um, we, we got, we got to see a lot. We got to see a lot of people, some in short capacity, some, you know, have had more of a, uh, you know, more of a, um, you know, screen presence. Uh, yeah. Obscure. We even got to see Condiment King. Okay. He's really obscure. I just want to take I just want to take some time and reflect on the fact that we got to see Condiment King because we never see outside, you know, yeah, what, comics. Exactly, like like he was he was introduced decades ago, and when I and and you know when I found out he was a thing, Lego the Lego Batman movie. Where they just put everything and everybody in the film and it worked. Right. And when I said, wait, Condiment King? That was a thing? For real? A dude would, really? Calendar Man, I understand. But, but Condiment King? And then they, then he's getting married too. I'm like, what? Okay. Cool. 
Um, we don't really see much of him after that because he gets eaten. But you know, it's I, I'd like to see I'd like to see that 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 ventriloquist dummy. That 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 would be that would be interesting. What about what about you? I know he probably doesn't fit in here, but I'd like to see Raish. At least once. Like, I'd like him to just show up and be like, what the fuck happened here? Hmm. Alright, I'm gone. Uh, or, like, he and, he and Poison Ivy have a lot in common, because they're technically eco-terrorists. Yeah. Or e- even Talia, I mean, Harley Quinn meets Talia. That's that gotta would, be fun. That would be interesting. Now, or Deathstroke. Deathstroke, okay, turning turning Deathstroke, because remember they they turned the they turned the comedy up here up to ten, so uh, that would be interesting to that would be interesting to see him. Uh, we got to see Damien. You didn't think Damien was gonna fit in here, and they turned him into basically a you know. Well, an, they also an, made him like what eight? <laughs> they, well, they kind of turned him into a, like a normal. He seemed like a normal kid. You know what I'm saying? He wasn't the assassin we're used to. They turned him into a normal kid. So Raish couldn't really was, My only problem with Damien is that like when they went on the when they ended up crashing that TV show, he called Batman dad and like no one noticed at yeah. all. And I'm like, how did no one catch that he said dad instead uh, of Batman? I don't know. Maybe. I mean, if Dick Grayson had said that, Batman would have gotten up and punched that kid in the mouth. Yeah, yeah. but. Like he does all the time. I swear he only hits Dick. Everyone else can do whatever the fuck they want. Dick Grayson, right in the kisser every time. I don't know. I mean, it would be. Just likes to abuse that boy. It would be cool to see, uh, to see Dick Grayson in here. I mean, we got. Like I said, like he had a thing with Harley for at least one night. It can happen. But you know, she's kind of committed to poison ivy right now, so. Uh yeah, that's probably the healthiest relationship she's ever been in. Um, but he's also had a thing with he also had a thing with Barbara too. So, Bar- so yeah, exactly. So Barbara's in here. So Barbara's in here as Batgirl. You know, we we got Damien. What about what about the OG Robin? What about what about Nightwing? <laughs> you know? The the most reliable member of the Bat family, the only one who can technically raise a child on his own. Mm. The only one who should be raising Batman and Catwoman's child is, you know, Alfred, who's sadly dead, and Dick Grayson, because the two of them just can't be parents, or at mm. least they should be. Mm. Well, it's just without like parental advisory, parental supervision, and Alfred's not around, so they need Grayson to do it. But it's just like when superheroes try to get married. Well, Some... Superman is married. No one, no yeah. one hates him for it. Uh, Superman's a yeah, but he's also a he's also a boy. He's also still a Boy Scout. Like they try to make they try to make him they try to make him dark and brooding. He's not dark and brooding. He can be, but that's not but th- but that's not who who Clark is. You know what I'm saying? When did when was he dark and brooding? When they when try to make when they try to make him in the in the um which call in the most current versions of him in the movies they always oh. try to ma- they try to make him dark for some reason. Like we already have a Batman. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that everything has to be cheerful, obviously, but you gotta give some people some dimension. You know what I'm saying? Like that—that—that—that's—that's that's my thing about it. You um, know, recently in the comics, um, Doctor Fate offered to talk to Superman. He was like, "I know a lot of things are bothering you, Clark, but and you still keep the smile on your face for the sake of everyone else. But how do you actually feel?" And he was like, "You know what? I need someone that I can talk to about this stuff like this." 
That's they, as dark as he gets. Someone actually mentioned I was watching uh um um I was watching a, a great show called Atop the Fourth Wall, right? And the uh reviewer Linkara, he was I forgot what exactly he was reviewing. It was within one of it was either within the Marvel or DC universes, I don't know what. But he but he asked the question that was on my mind. Why isn't there a a um you know why isn't there a psychiatrist or a psychologist or a doctor for superheroes? Why isn't there a mental health specialist for these heroes? I know there actually is Black Canary does a lot of it for the for the heroes. Yeah, she yeah she <laughs> does, but she also does stuff herself, right? Yeah. But but the re- but the reason why they end up being heroes in the first place is because of their mental health, right? But when you're when you when you decide to take on this job, you you're definitely going to need more than just one than just one doctor because she can't handle them all, right? And plus she if she goes out herself and helps out the Justice League and everything else and that you know and has a husband who you know goes out dressed as a you know dressed as a Robin Hood figure with arrows. I mean everybody has a Everybody needs some help here. So why isn't there a spec? You know, why isn't there a few specialists that? Imagine, okay, just imagine this. Imagine the money they would make with with with, with that, because these aren't just these aren't just people <laughs> that are dealing with you know just the everyday life. These are people dealing with everyday life plus their alter egos. Um, Heroes in Crisis kind of tackles this a little bit. Mm-hmm. But it's it was meant for therapy as the heroes and the people that was there to take care of them were robots designed by, you know, Batman and Star Labs. Mm-hmm. And it was a little bit like a rehab. And they talked to a lot of heroes. They talked from um, Red Arrow mm-hmm. to Firebomb mm-hmm. to a bunch of other heroes whose name I can't mention. Superman was there. Wonder Woman was there. Batman was there. Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy was there too. Mm. So Heroes in Crisis, they tackled it a little bit, but they definitely. Here's the question: Is how come none of these heroes go and seek a psychologist for their issues? Like none of them are willing to do it. Batman's definitely not. Diana mm. said she learned not to do it. I think mm-hmm. the only one who would be willing to is Superman. Mm. Yeah. But that's someone has to ask him the question. I don't think he'll just come out and say it unless he's talking to his mother. Right. But then he has his mother. Yeah. But, you know, sometimes sometimes you need an impartial party. You know? Well, that's why Dr. Fate offered to talk to him. Right. As someone who like as someone who who has has been in therapy for, you know, for a while. You know who needs it? Constantine. Oh, yeah, definitely. To battle his demons literally and figuratively. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what? He'd probably get his therapist killed because then a demon would show up and kill his therapist in front of him. Mm. So him not talking to someone might, you know, save more lives mm. <laughs> in John's case. Ah, uh, wow. Well, speaking of demons, <clears throat> speaking of demons, while we're anxiously awaiting the third season of Harley Quinn, because the second season, as we both agreed, was... To 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 us anyway was just as good as as number as the first season even though I think the first season had it a little more. Um, Doom Patrol. 
Doom Patrol is just living up to its name in so many ways. Um, this season was bonkers. And oh. yeah, th- th- this season was bonkers. I need a Reese's peanut butter cup phone like the chief and his magic friend had. Yeah. Oh, you oh you want the Reese's peanut butter cup phone? Yes. That sounds like something they would have had in the 90s, you know? Man, I think that's really cool. I was like, a phone I can eat and not hate? Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 it's magic. So, but it's also a Reese's peanut butter cup, which I like. Right. So in, so in this season, at the end of last season, we were introduced after a crazy kaiju battle. and a bunch of, We were introduced to uh, the chief's daughter, Dorothy. Dorothy. And and why and early you know and early on we we discover exactly why she is the way she you know the way the way she is and I have to say they did this girl dirty okay they, I, I I they they did this girl dirty everything from the everything from the the freak show to um, her being, in, you know, who, who being in, you know, locked up, basically locked up in Danny for Street. ninety plus years. Uh, it, you know, like, I, I get it. Essentially, if she grows, if she grows up, you find <clears throat> out if she grows up, then she's basically gonna destroy the world, right? But this is why. This is another reason why you got to be willing to talk these, you know, to talk, talk these things out. She doesn't know that the reason why she's not growing up is because of, you know, because of powers, and she's gonna, you know, end up becoming the, 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 you know, the the end all of all, you know, just 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 gonna. It 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 really kind of it really kind of really irked me because I'm like, this is a child, and she's had to be, she's had to stay a child for this long. Right. But but not only do we have that, we also have more, uh, you know, have more internal crises with all the characters. If, oh, yeah. No one know, has more, a bigger internal crisis than Jane. No, no, because not only is she dealing with the underground is completely in turmoil. Right. Exactly. She's dealing <laughs> with. But but we get to learn more a little bit more about how that works, how how uh, the you know, like how her being the prime, how she wasn't always the primary, how the, you know, how other personalities can live and die, apparently. Now, they're now we're not sure if they're 100 percent gone or if they're going to come back again in some capacity. But, man, they they. Like imagine having all of that in your head. Like each one is a different is a different personality who has gone through their own life, you know. So, I it's it's it was nuts. And Cliff, Cliff seemed like Cliff seemed like he this was actually going to be his redemption arc, you know. This was the time where he was going to get what he wanted with his daughter. Right, exactly, because that's all that you know that was about. Like he, he is actually a pretty decent friend. He just, we can definitely understand. We can definitely understand his anger towards the chief after finding out that he was lied to this entire time, and everybody in the, you know, everybody in the in the Doom Patrol was essentially experimented on. 
Thank you, know, you, Chief. It it you know it's 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 understandable. Um, but man, he dropped a lot, like as many. I I wasn't counting, but I think he dropped more f bombs in this season than he did last season. I mean, he was also angrier. Like, he was angry at the chief. He was angry because his daughter at first didn't accept him. Right. When he drove I mean, to her house with Jane. I mean, you just walk up to her door, try to explain everything at once. That's a lot to process. I mean, I'm glad that at some, at, at some point I was a little taken aback that she wasn't, you know, she didn't react to a giant robot showing at her, up at her door. But then I remember um, they know cyborgs exist. They acknowledge the Justice League. Sort of like, OK, this is par for the course. Move on, you know. <laughs> I had to remind myself of that. Like they're in a world where where gods and everything exist. So seeing a giant robot walk up to your you know walk up to your door and start talking to you is child's play. <laughs> but I say this was his this was his redemption arc. And Jane, <laughs> not Jane. Uh, 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 what's her name? Rita. Oh my God. Um, yo. I felt for Rita. I really, I really felt for Rita, because um, we we get to you know learn more about her. Kind of, uh, well, yeah, kind of abusive relationship with her mother and why she, you know, and and why that stuck with her for so long. Because that that is something you don't want to see. That that's something you don't want to see. Like it's. It's kind of bad enough her her mom was with thinking that she couldn't you know do it on her own. So her idea was in order to get my daughter you know to the top, I'm gonna have to do something that she can't do you know. So but then walking in on it, that that oof man that's scarring, you know. Mm. Still there? Yeah, I'm still here. Yeah, but uh, who and oh. And Cyborg, while, you know, while slowly starting to deal with with his issues, I'm kind of surprised we didn't see his dad more in this. I mean, we do, but, you know, it's a very, very small role this time around. <laughs> um, But, yeah, I mean, this 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 was like last last season was a character <laughs> study. This season was an extension of that, but more on the mental health spectrum. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. At, le- at least coming from my point of view. What did you think? Um, it's always a mental health issue when you're dealing with Jane. Yeah. Not so much the other characters. Like, maybe a little bit of Larry and Rita. But that's because they suffer from guilt that they inflict on themselves. Mm. Like, Larry feels guilty about what he's done with his family, about hiding the fact that he's gay, the whole thing with his boyfriend. His is denial. And we know that. Right. He could come out of that denial whenever the fuck he wants. He just refuses to grow up. He could he could now. But at the time that he was, you know, that he was number one, he was a different he was a different person. Like he was married to a woman in the 1940s. So not exactly the, the time for someone to say, oh, hey, I'm, you know, I'm gay. Right. Because, you know, because obviously he had to hide it, you know, but I think the way he was, you know, treating, you know, was treating his kid was a little like just out there like, hey, man, he made you up. You know, he made you, he made a, you ship. a rocket ship. 
He made you a gift. He's proud of you. Why do you why you gotta take it apart like that in front of him? And then you know, like, now I'm gonna show you how to build it right. How you how to build it right? Like, but he built it that way for you. Do you did do not do you not you know, do you not see that? Which is why the the spirit had to show him like this is what your son was trying to tell you, not knowing that his son knew that he was alive the whole time because he became a sort of uh he kind of became a very damaged person. Um. And I know there was a lot of more factors besides just that one instant that went into it. But, you know, he, he became a very, uh, a very damaged uh, person. And, and then we, uh, you know, we see a little bit more backstory on Larry and how he came to, you know, to find himself at the mansion and his, you know, his, ra- you know, the, like, what else his radiation is capable of like that that it was it was it was heartbreaking when we finally see it when we see his family you know and it was heartbreaking to see that his only surviving son called those people on him yeah the uh, the uh the, the, the normal people the, the normal, normal agency bro the, whatever they're yeah, called it, yeah it that was uh that, that was, was upsetting it's it like was. no matter what he's done he's still your father like yeah, he's still he's still your, he's still your dad, and he's trying to make amends. It has been years. Like he has grandkids and great grandkids. He doesn't know. Come on. Right. So he he's trying his he's trying his he's trying his best. Um. It, but uh, his his kids were so his kids were so damaged. Of course, they're not gonna you know they're not gonna trust him. Well, his one surviving son. Remember, his oldest son committed suicide. Right. And that was like when we when we find out about that, that's how we find out about his funeral. And could you um, I, I can't imagine because he hasn't really aged. No, he, ha- he hasn't really aged due to the, you know, due to the uh, the chief. Um, but everyone else around, you know, everyone else around him and his family has. So can you, you know, can you imagine trying to explain that? to uh people you haven't seen in decades you know <laughs> it was it was all you know it was all kinds of uh it was all kinds of heartbreaking um the i i i i think though i i i think though probably my favorite um like my favorite episode you know my favorite episode from this season was when they were trying to bring Danny back, so they had that party. Oh yeah. Yeah. Because Danny and, became a brick. Danny became a Danny became a brick. Our uh, last, you know, last season. So like, in order to bring him back, we got a party. He's got to feel. Yeah. He's got to feel that vibe. So they got. They every, had a party at the house. They had a party at the house. And re- which I'm glad. I, I'd like to see all the weird people that lived on Danny Street come back. Oh yeah, that de- yeah, definitely, definitely. Morally corrupt. Yeah, more morally corrupt. Okay. Best For, name ever. Yeah, you took the words right out of my mouth. <laughs> um, that that when they explained uh their backstory last season, I was like morally corrupt. I see what you I see what you did there. Okay, respect. Um, but that's but that's also when we get to learn more about about. Rita's past, and we get to hear about a certain organization 
Uh, and that's the the sex men. <laughs> yes. The sex men. What the heck? We got because the show couldn't be weirder. And now they have sexual ghosts living in their house. Just living in the just living in the house. Yeah. And fucking just, just living just, in their house. Living just living in the house. And apparently they never run out of stamina. Because like, they're ghosts, you know they're dead. Like they but but they were there to prevent a demon from being born from another demon based on sexual energy. High levels of sexual energy. Thanks to, you know, flex and flex. yeah. Right. So you kinda go back to the time where he accidentally made everybody orgasm, except he he uh just focused it all on, on Rita and it was we and it was just weirder brought on by the fact that the sex men were involved and there was a demon and there was a party and then oh my god. Who's writing the like? Who's writing this stuff? But surprisingly enough, it wasn't that hard to follow. I I know as weird as it is, it makes sense. Yeah, because you know what you're going, you know what you're in for. Now, I wasn't expecting the sex men. I I I, I no was one not ever ex- expects the sex men. It's why I, they show up. Yeah, I was never expe- expecting the sex men. I did not realize that high levels of sexual energy could be a bad thing. In this case. Well, they were kind of like their version of Ghostbusters. I feel right. like that's what they were appearing. No, they no, no, they were definitely Ghostbusters. If, if Ghostbusters was Ghostbusters is adult enough, but if Ghostbusters was that adult, like prime time show adult, prime time show probably on the Playboy Channel adult, yeah, that uh, that 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 would be the se- that would be the sex men right there. Now, um. I haven't done a lot of research on Doom Patrol. I really go into this series cold because other than uh, the only thing I knew about Doom Patrol other than this was Teen Titans. Right. This is not something this is definitely not something you would watch with um, with younger kids. I would, but that's just me. That's just you. But I, you know, I I would just say like my like my my nieces and nephews, I'm like. Y'all ain't watching this until you're at least. I'll give you 16. You know, I, 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 I'll give you. I'll give you at least 16, 17. Harley Quinn, 16, 16. Just based on the language. Just based on the language, because you don't see. Anything. Oh my God, have you heard kids? Like, oh have, yeah. Do yeah. you hear eight-year-olds? They curse more than I do. I'm like. Which exact. No, which exactly why I wouldn't let my nieces or nephews watch that at that age. That's exact. That's exactly why. And plus, I don't curse, so you wouldn't have to worry about them, you know, about me cursing in front of them. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but that that's that's just you know that's just my thing, honestly. That but there was so much going on, like like we go back to Cyborg and his um relationship. Cyborg was the only character who was happy this entire season trying because he to, had a girlfriend. He was trying to find happiness, yeah, and he thought he did, and then she, you find out like she had ulterior motives too. Now I want to say she did like she did like him though. I yeah. Really, yeah. She I did. I I want to say that they that she did like him though. And speaking of mental health, what did he what did he try and do? He went to a group and. Try to you know and 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 try to get himself some help. So big ups to Cyborg for doing you know, for doing that for for himself and also being sort of a mentor uh, to Rita. That 
uh, Rita, Rita trying to find her um, her, her inner super, like yeah, trying to find her purpose with her powers, her inner superhero. That was you know that was funny. That was funny to see because I really do want to see how she develops going going forward. She's you know? getting her confidence back, which I don't think she ever really had due to that weird thing with her mother. Well, well, her and her mom had a strained relationship to begin with. And then seeing her mom doing, uh, well, what was that, a producer of a show? I uh, think so. Yeah, seeing her mom in that position pun not intended my god how am i gonna how am i gonna say seeing her mom like that okay that that's that that could be mentally scarring especially but you since know what? I, when she talked to the beekeeper who was also a mother i she offered a different perspective yeah and i was and like you know, you know what i hope rita takes that to heart a little bit oh yeah when the beekeeper was ex- when the beekeeper was explaining to her that all pa- we're all screwed up and all parents are basically making things up as they go along like saying like yeah uh we're all dumb okay we're all stupid we don't know what we're doing we're only go and 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 here's the thing since hearing that since hearing that analogy i've actually used that in conversation i i have since since hearing that speech i have used it in conversation as an example with people when they try to get down on themselves or something's happening i'm like look we're all basically making things up as we go along because no one no one is no, no one is born knowing these things and there's millions of books yeah but essentially you're picking and choosing stuff that you've seen and heard and probably was and probably was taught by other people and seeing how that works not everything's going to work for everybody you know so yeah, she's right, and I'm like, holy crap! That is probably one of the most profound things I have heard. And I'm not a parent. I just, you know, I just talk to a lot of parents, right? You so, just know a lot of parents. Yeah, that's it. Like we know, we know parents, and yes, they have. Everybody has their issues, but that right there was profound. It what, and that was coming from Doom Patrol. And not saying Doom Patrol is stupid, but based on the based on the content it's like you weren't you weren't expecting that you know what i mean but that, i feel like every episode is profound in its own way yeah because as jane learns new things about herself or more things it makes you think about yourself yeah yeah it do, yeah it does um Cliff sometimes is too hard on himself very much so and we so know- is larry like larry's always down on himself yeah yeah, like you guys have had that guy never lets up. He's like, I suck. Like, man, listen, you have friends that love you. Have friends that love you. You will eventually get back in your. I hope he does get back in his family's good graces. You know what I mean? And while yes, you were used as a human experiment, you know they're not gonna hold that. They're not gonna hold that against you because they all were used as as experiment you know like as experiments the the chief even his even the chief's own daughter you know and dorothy dorothy's powers um her imaginary friends uh wow just just yeah just just wow and i'm not even just talking about the candle maker i'm talking about the ones we would see briefly like the giant spider and the and that uh that girl with the gingerbread face like 
what 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 would the heck was going on there what is their story we got to see how the candle maker came about we got to see how that that giant diesel uh dare you know it, it, like came about but because that's her mom's right because that's because that's her mom's and we got to see her mom even though her mom's yeah. supposed to be dead is she what is to- the significance of those red boots she gave her I don't know. Oh, you were looking for the symbolism? I have no idea. Yeah, because, like, every time she saw her mom and she was like, take it, she was offering her the boots. And I was like, the boots must be a key to a power or something. Maybe. Or it represents, like, maybe stepping into adult shoes. Yeah, you I know saw. what? Yeah, that, it, it seems like a literal, you know, a literal uh, interpretation. Yeah, but you know what? Based on the fact that she is growing up in this way oh, man. I, getting your period for the first time in a public place a pu- like a gas station that had to not only physically cause pain but be embarrassing oh like, yeah because you don't know how to explain it to your dad who has been around for years but is freaked out by the fact that because his daughter's growing up she's going to bring about the end of the world yeah i mean that's a that's a good thing to freak about uh, <laughs> i'd say that i'd say yeah i mean but yeah, I felt like even though, you know, like I can only imagine what that's like, I still felt for her in that moment because it was nobody there for her except, except for, for that, like the cashier, the cashier, except for that stranger, you know, so it it's really like that that right that right there was was. It was kind of hard. It was it was kind of hard to watch. But I, I, I think because there was nobody else there for her. Other than a stranger, so you know, big ups, you know, big ups to writing on that one. Um, the I bet that happened to one of the writers. You think so? Yeah, that seems like it. What happened to one of the writers or someone they knew? Hmm. I, I, I'm, I'm willing to bet it probably did happen to one of the writers because the way that was written, well, like I've heard, I've heard stories like that, and. It, that that was just a well a well written you know a well written scene so possibly it could have happened or they just you know did their research you know they probably asked questions you know <laughs> where were you when you when your PMS first showed up I'm sorry but you don't ask people those questions you you don't it's well, one of those you should not ask <laughs> well it's not like like I know that you know certain questions are only you're you're only comfortable answering when you know someone has gone through it too you know. But uh, I, I think with, with what they were going, just based on the fact that we both felt for her in that scene, I think you might be right about, you know, about, um, you know, somebody who actually went through it or know somebody that went through it and wrote it in to the story. <clears throat> yeah, I uh, th- this this season, it felt short because it was only nine episodes. It was definitely short. Now, but I felt like it was much more powerful, especially where Jane was concerned, losing mm, her spot as the primary to Miranda, who was hiding yeah. a dark secret. And I fucking called it when I said she was killing the other personalities. Now, I thought, you know, I, I thought something was up because I was like, she can't just be the hippie child here. She can't because every single version of, you know, that we have seen every every single personality that we have seen has had some sort of grudge or terror motive or power we're not aware of that's really destructive even even baby doll and oh man baby doll baby doll no. baby doll yo um i i really 
I, I really just when 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 that scene happened between between uh, Dorothy and Baby Doll. First off, I didn't know Baby Doll had those powers. Did I miss something in season one? Because no. I don't remember powers like that manifesting for Baby Doll. So no, we've never seen powers for Baby Doll, but we but they never said that she didn't have any. Right, because everybody because everybody um that we have seen so far has their own ability. But I wasn't expecting that for Baby Doll, and then you know her almost getting burned, like that all all that you know, and then getting burned. I mean that was nuts. That was honestly nuts. And then seeing how how um the body reacts when there's nobody up there, like it's just, it's just you know it's just there. It basically looks like she's unconscious, and then you see them slowly change. Now. If a if a personality can die and another one can take its place, can one be what what can one be born from you know from something? Yes, I don't think they're born. I think they're so deep down that even Jane hasn't seen them. Because remember when uh, Miranda demanded that baby doll and what was the other one that was hurt? The one that went missing. Uh uh. You know what I'm talking about, right? Scarlet Harley, yeah. 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 When Miranda wanted to give them a funeral, a new personality of Jane showed up, an an Arab one, and she was um chanting a song, and mm-hmm. Jane says, I've never seen this one before. Where did she come from? And someone told her she must have been buried down so deeply she never had a chance to come out. Oh man. Well So Jane could have more personalities that she's not even aware of. I mean, based on what the original primary before Jane went Kay. through, that little girl. Yeah. Kay. Kay. Based on what she went through with her debt. Uh, uh, I called that one, too. I was like, I, I know the story. I've seen it. Like, you, like, yeah. She was obviously physically abused, mentally and, and mentally abused, because who puts their own kid in a whale for punishment? Who who does that? That is, and then to have them go back and dig up that, you know, and and, and just you know, and and find that letter and everything. I'm like, okay, every single one of these personalities has their story, you know. Oh yeah, and then we see what made Jane the primary with the whole um orgy thing. Orgy. Oh jeez. Is it just me, or did that guy look like um Joshua Peck? He did. It was that. Yeah, for, I, I I think it might have been the hair. Was the hair? Yeah, it was definitely the hair. I was it like, was is that the, Joshua Peck? And then at the end of the episode, I'm like, no, it's not him. Nah, but it looked it looked like him. It's like him. Yeah, it's, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Uh, but but that, she Miranda led Kay to a normal life for at least for a little bit up until the orgy. Up until that, yeah, up until that, because because her boyfriend was like, look, you got to be willing to try new things, like. You don't, don't don't play that card. You just wanted to do someone else, and you didn't want to feel guilty about it. Which is what you know Jane said. You know, usually, usually in in settings like that, at least from the little bit that I know, they have they they talk about it beforehand. There's agreements. There are there are regulations. There's safety precautions. That was just something that was brought in that seemed like it was planned, but no one told her. 
I think that was the point, because she would object to it. Well, yeah, she has a right to. You got to, you know, at least make sure she's comfortable with it. But she obviously was not. And Jane just popped up. Walk and popped up, made that made that speech, you know what I mean, and yeah. then walked out of there like a boss. She so, really did. I was like, so that's how we got Jane. Oh yeah, big up. And Miranda ended up throwing herself in the well, so Miranda is technically dead. Technically, she's yeah. been dead for a long time. This person isn't Miranda. So what is you know what who or what is she? That's the cliffhanger, isn't it? Well, it's yeah. one of the cliffhangers. It's it's one of the cliffhangers in this nine episode season. I I you know I I I was like, why is this so short? Because that because that finale felt unfinished to me. But at the same time, I didn't it, know it was the finale. I thought there was another episode. I thought I missed one. I here's what I kept doing. Here's what I kept doing. I kept because I was watching I was watching the remainder of this on HBO Max. But I still have the DC Universe app. So what I would do periodically is see if um, if the episode count would change because they have on 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 DC Universe, you can see the episode titles and stuff ahead of time. It's just they're you know, it just they're locked because they haven't premiered yet. So I would see how many episodes would um, were were on the were on the uh, the uh, the episode count and the and the uh, Doom Patrol category. So, but then I noticed it was only, it was only nine episodes. I'm like, nine episodes? And then I started thinking, I started overthinking. I was like, does this have to do with COVID? Does it have anything to do with COVID? Because same thing happened to, um, the same thing happened to the Flash CW show. They had an ending that didn't feel like an ending and it's going to have to continue, uh, into the next, you know, into the next season. So I don't know if it had anything to do with it, but that ending didn't really feel like an ending to me, you know. Um, I could be wrong. I could be. I could be totally wrong. But going from thirteen episodes to nine, I wonder what happened. And we oh, and we did get to see, we did get to see the uh that that beard the that beard hunter guy. Oh for, yeah. We did get see, yeah, we did get to see a little beard hunter guy. They did make a uh. They that did. was actually one of my favorite episodes was that whole thing with they take the stupid wax from your head or something. And, oh, they make yeah. every bad idea seem like a good idea. Seem like a good idea. It and reminded me of, um, is it Tiny Toons? Bad idea. Good bad. idea. Oh, it was Animaniacs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. Um. They have the, then they uh, make and then they give it all to the queen. And now she knows everything about you. And she'll, she'll sit there telling you about yourself. While you're under this, while you're in this delusion, delusional state, like everything's yep. all good. Everything's all good. Everything's gravy, you know, but it, but this is, this is Doom Patrol. So I never know what to, I never know what to expect, which is great, you know, which is great for this show because I can't predict what's going to happen next. You know what I mean? Because this show is so, it's, it's so, so bizarre. It is so bizarre. It's so weird. It's so fun, but it's uh, also that gives me an idea. I know what I need. What I need was a that? Doom Patrol and JoJo's Bizarre Adventure crossover. Okay. Let the bizarreness intensify. You gotta. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Which season of JoJo? Um, any of them, really. <laughs> but 
you know what? Dio's a real big dick, so how about season one? Uh, <laughs> so anyway, to end this off, what did you think of this? What did you think of the second season overall? I don't like it as much as the first season. Really? Yeah, like strangely enough, I was like, I have the same issue as I do did with Harley Quinn. I felt like it was slower. Ah. Like okay. I felt like it was slower and it's less episodes, but they still got the job done. I still found it enjoyable, which is ultimately what what it comes down to. Because exactly. there's a lot of shows that are popular that I don't enjoy. Like everyone loves Boku no Hero Academia. I don't fucking get it. I'm old. Maybe I'm too old to fucking get it. I'm older than but, you, and I get it. I just I I have I have fun with it because I can kind of. I don't of, have like, the patience for it. Well, I can kind of relate to Midoriya. That's that's. Oh my fun. God! You can't be a hero. Okay, I get it. Well, you know not, who didn't cry about this? One Punch Man. Go fight well, Saitama. Get well, out of here. It's not ju- it's not just that. It's the it's the whole okay. Speaking as someone with a disability, right? Constantly, you know, constantly being reminded that you're you know that you're different and knowing that you will probably not have the same things that that you know that other people do. It does get down on you. So when that's why he looked. And you know, X Men didn't explore that first. Sorry. They were mostly, ex- yeah, but they were also exploring racism. With with My Hero Academia, it's not about that because a good because ch- a good ninety something percent of their population have powers. Whereas with whereas with X Men, not everybody does. You have the half over here with that have a either dormant X gene or one that never manifested. Where but you, you know, gangster does the same thing with the disabilities because all the um people like Nicholas have. It's a trade-off for their super strength and super soldier abilities. They right. came with a disability. I'm right. Like, now, weren't they also? Aren't they also a result of experimentation? Um. No. Yes and no. Mm-hmm. What they are is it's Captain America. If everything failed and he had children, mm-hmm. and it was passed down through the bloodline. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nicholas is a descendant of someone who had the experiment to be a super soldier, and it failed, which caused him to have the disability, the hearing loss. But in exchange for his deafness, he has the super agility and speed and super super soldier powers. And it's like that with all of the Twilights, is that they have one disability for everything that they gained. Right. And they are so. completely hated for it. Mm-hmm. Actually, they're killed in the streets for it. Yep. So I'm like... I don't know. Like I said, I don't get Boku no Hero Academia. That's just me. Yeah. I'm not going to watch it. I've tried. Right. I've watched like maybe the first six episodes and I was like, you know what? It's not appealing. Stop. You, no, you gave it a sh- like you gave it a shot. It wasn't appealing to you much like like Nabjita gave Inuyasha a shot. He doesn't he doesn't he doesn't really care. He doesn't really care for it. So everyone you know, I know hates hates Kagome except for me. I don't hate Kagome. <laughs> Okay, fine. Me and you. Everyone else I know hates uh, Kagome. I and I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure Zilla doesn't hate Kagome either. He just prefers Kikyo, you know. Um, but I think it's just the she's kind of annoying trope. I think that's I think that's what it is. Yeah, you but know? I don't get it. Like, where is she annoying? I like, don't know. Annoying? I you know <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I'm going to you know start rewatching some episodes to get ready for Yashihime, but maybe we'll find it there. I don't know. But because that's coming out in October. But, <gasps> I've yeah. been wondering when that was coming out. Yeah, it's coming out soon. They just dropped the first trailer, actually. Oh, cool. I have okay. to be on the lookout for Made, a, Made in Abyss season two. Oh, it's yeah, that's coming. No, that's coming. It's, yeah, it's coming yeah. this autumn, but I don't know when. 
Yeah, I'll let you I'll let I'll let you know. I keep track of the schedule, so I'll let you know. Okay. okay. But in the meantime, my sister, I want to thank you once again for joining me on this discussion. Um, we no problem. Uh, you just took a bit too long talking to Jesus about cyberpunk. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm sorry. Stuff happened. Business was, you know, business was, you know, business was happening, and it got away from me. Um, but uh, in the, you know, in the meantime, we'll definitely be back for more, you know, just nerdy news and reviews. Thanks everyone for checking out on the brain. Oh yeah, every- you have to watch the Red Son of Krypton. Um, the oh, Russian yeah. Superman. Yeah, I Watch just it already. Okay, Jesus. I just watched uh, Justice League Apocalypse and uh, ooh, I liked it, but all I gotta say is DC, who the heck hurt you? Um, but, you know, <laughs> Warner Brothers, Marvel, AT and T, AT and T, um, they hurt them. <laughs> they hurt themselves. <laughs> I mean, DC's kind of suicidal. Mm. <laughs> I'm yeah. sure Jim Lee is sitting in a corner contemplating whether or not he wants to slit his wrist. I don't think I want to be executive here anymore. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. But thank you, everybody, for checking us out wherever you get your wherever you get your podcast. We appreciate it. And we will definitely be back for more. Uh, and uh, for uh, Kyo and myself, that was on the brain. Thank you very much. Let us know what you think of Harley Quinn. Let you, let us know what you think of Doom Patrol and definitely come back. And if you haven't started watching either of them, do it. It's oh, the yeah, best definitely. way to waste highly, like at least 30 minutes to an hour of your life if you have Highly recommend. Highly recommend it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. So in the meantime, we will see you on the next broadcast. Peace, love, and never be normal. And chicken. <laughs>